Quincy Ameriquois here, and you're now listening to PS Clips, where we bring you the best highlights and moments from the hashtag Ask the Soccer Pro Show. You can subscribe to listen to more clips, this full episode, and all our other Perfect Soccer Radio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. I think it will happen. It might not happen in 10 to 15 years, like everyone's been saying. Um, the goal, I mean, me personally, the goal is to like win the 2026 World Cup. Obviously, that might not happen. It's very unlikely, but I'm still thinking U.S. could do it. We have this young group of talent. We just have to figure the USSF stuff out. Um, it, we are kind of corrupt and we need to figure how to fix that. I'm not quite the person who's going to come in and fix that. Um, I could complain all I want, but I have faith that the U.S. men's national team could have a great run in 2026 on our home turf, and I want to be there covering it. That's my goal. Got you. Why can't you fix it? Why can't I fix it? Yeah. I need to figure out the solution. <laughs> I, I, need to, I need to find out the real, real problem that is buried underneath everything. I need to maybe talk to more people um, who are up there in that realm, maybe interview more people in this type of fashion to where I could learn more about what they believe is going well for the U.S. Soccer Federation, what they believe is going wrong. And from there, I'll be able to maybe come up with a solution and I could publicize it. I'm just not at that point yet. Got you. Hmm. Okay. No, I'm going to think more on that because I got some more stuff for you when yeah. it comes to that. But it's interesting to kind of hear the perspective. Maybe share with me if you're if, – so I guess something that I see as being a potential issue and problem, right, is the idea that, okay, the league is just about money and, and just selling those aging stars because that's how they got their initial att attention in Beckham. And then they saw, hey, that works so well, let's just keep it going. So it's more of a short-term mindset, not thinking about long-term consequences. And yeah. those long-term consequences is, hey, if everyone just sees us as the retirement league, less and less people are going to want to, to, um, to come here or invest here for the long-term, you know? So from the, from the domestic perspective, I've noticed especially this off season, uh, there's been a lot of uh, news, but a lot of the news is surrounding um, international uh, players uh, flooding into the, the U S market. Right. I'm not seeing too much in terms of domestic guys or guys who have, you know, six, seven, eight plus years in the league um, being valued and picked up. Do you feel that that's the right move right now? Like, or, yeah, do you feel that, that that's the right move right now from all these teams and organizations? How does it make the league better um, when you get a player? Yes, you're going to make money off a player, um, but when you keep just shuffling guys every couple of years from the Argentine league, selling them to yours, that's, that's great for the young players and it's great for the league to make money. But how does that actually make the players and the people down below in the systems better? I don't think the um, – I, I also think a lot of those old players kind of bring down the edge in the competition. Um, I think the, these 
big names that do come to the league aren't as hungry and they're not as driven to compete and to win and to win big. I know some of the older players have done it, but I do think that the there should be more of an importance on the domestic players. Um, that's how the league was built on in the past. And I'm not saying like I'm some American purist or whatever, um, but how is the league supposed to grow if um, we're seeing less and less domestic players in the starting 11s? You tune back to 2012, teams had like 10 Americans in their lineup. Now in 2019, it'd be shocking to see more than like four Americans in a starting 11. And if we're not producing quality enough kids to get to that point to actually start in the league, where is our league actually growing? Where is our league actually heading? I think the domestic and international level and MLS do go hand-to-hand. I think the U.S. men's national team and um, MLS should be as connected as they seem to be um, because I do think for one to succeed, the other has to as well. And I think... Um, MLS in general can't succeed without the U.S. men's national team succeeding, and I don't think the U.S. men's national team can succeed if the MLS isn't succeeding in its goal to create the next generations of American talent. Quincy Ameriqua here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you are listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again, and see you guys in the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.